0: Well, on to uh, the big one. Um, Got an exciting football opportunity uh, to play. Uh, what I think is one of the best teams in the country. Um, As explosive as a team as I have probably ever watched on tape. Um, I I don't even know what the numbers say. Obviously the numbers say they're really good, but I don't go by that. I go by what I see on tape, and they do a tremendous job. Um, Defensively, we've had them on tape. Uh, I know we overlapped on Auburn and uh, Florida, and I think uh, Dave Aranda does a tremendous job. They've got uh, a very experienced secondary, talented up front, play a lot of players, um, just a tremendous overall program. And what Coach Ogeron's been able to do with his program um, from a standpoint of winning big games, I mean, playing top 25, top 10 opponents, uh, I think he's been as good as anybody in the country. And I've got a lot of respect for him. I always have. I've known him for a long time. And his teams take on his personality, which is toughness, physical – Um, and cut it loose. So this will be as great a challenge as we've had. Uh, I know since I've been here as far as playing an opponent, and uh, our players have earned this opportunity. Um, We didn't back our way into this game. We earned our way into this game. And uh, we're looking forward to the opportunity to play in what is probably one of the greatest stages, I've said it over and over, uh, in all of college football. Kirby, kind of building off the greatest challenge, um, obviously tons at stake this week, and I know you're not one to, like, rush home on Sundays and find out what the point spreads are, but being an underdog, you guys aren't underdogs much. Do you use that uh, this week as motivation in addition to everything else that's kind of on the table? No, we really don't bring that up. I mean, what we worry about is what do we got to do to execute well? And I don't get into who's favored by how many or underdogs. That's just just not important because the the people that make those decisions aren't in this room they're not like in our meeting rooms they're not in our meetings they don't go through our practices so we try to you know control what we can control with how we practice and how we get ready and as many as the games we're favored in it doesn't matter so if you're not favored in it it probably doesn't matter either kirby you're a longtime defensive coach uh does, does part of you relish the challenge of this like trying to figure out a way to to do something that nobody else has done this year I mean I probably did until about yesterday afternoon I started watching the tape (laughs) and then you realize that that uh, there really aren't weaknesses I mean arguably one of the best backs in the country I mean just Vicious attack. You spin. You hit. You in the biggest games. Clyde Edwards has been one of the biggest players. Joe Burrow speaks for himself. I mean, I could go on and on. Wideouts, tight end. They got five really returning starters on their offensive line. Um, They got defensive players. I mean, they they got an outstanding all around team. It's 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 a tremendous opportunity to measure where you are as a team when you get an opportunity to play a team like this that is firing on all cylinders i mean they, they, there's no such thing as a perfect game nobody will ever play it but what they did last week on a m was uh pretty incredible on all three phases you were on uh, Alabama staffs when that team made repeated trips to this game. Um, what's the uh, experience advantage, if any, and especially what does it mean for your team to have a quarterback who's making his third straight trip to this game? Uh, I think experience is valuable. I think um, the experience in the, the Mercedes you know stadium, the routine. You know, you go over there Friday, you walk through. We don't typically walk through where we play. Well, this is a different deal. So we go over there and walk through where we play and, You know, a lot of our kids have done that um, a couple times now, but we've got 20 or so guys that have never done it because they're freshmen and it'll be their first time. Uh, So, uh, you know, I I don't think that's a big advantage by any means, but our kids have played in it. Like I said yesterday on the teleconference, their their kids have played in a ton of big games. Um, It's not going to be any different for them or us when you play in the SEC and the stage you play on. Week in and week out, you know, you're playing on CBS in front of the – largest crowds in the country. Kirby, I guess the old Bear Bryant quote was defense wins championships, people have latched onto that over the years. How true do you think that is in today's world of college football or or are certain offenses kind of ahead of defenses and trying to catch up? You know, you gotta play good good football to win, period. I, I don't know that the adage defense wins championship stands as much as it used to when you saw scores from the 60s and the 70s and the 80s and you saw scores of games it was indicative of defense compared to now um, now it's like i gotta play pretty good defense and i gotta score a lot of points um, i can't play Horrific defense. I can't play bad defense, but I might not have to be perfect. Is the way a lot of teams have had uh, success, and they probably take more chances and risk, and they just score tons of points. That's not. I'm not talking about LSU. I'm just talking about college football cause I think LSU plays really good defense, and they are explosive on offense. But you know, an explosive offense allows you to play a certain way on defense too, because you know that you're going to score a certain amount of points. Um, and sometimes that changes things. But, you know, I can't say, because you could go over the history of last 10 years, there's still been some really good defenses that have won national championships. The Alabama ones, the Clemson ones, a lot of them get overshadowed by really good offenses. But there have been some good defenses winning it. Kirby, uh, in your experience as a head coach, sometimes when a new quarterback coach or offensive coordinator come in, is there sometimes a transition period for a quarterback? And do you think Jake has experienced any of that this year at all? No, I don't think so. We, don't, we really don't have a new quarterback coach because it's the same guy that did it uh, last year, um, different coordinator. But uh, I don't think, if anything, they're probably on better on the same page because they're in a second year of being in the room together. Um, so I think that's a big part of uh, growth and, and growing up being able to do things. biggest difference this year is who's healthy, who's out there playing. I mean, three guys were in the NFL that were out there playing last year and really five when you count Holyfield and Nada. So there's not been a level of consistency with the perimeter skill that there probably was last year. That's the biggest difference. It- Kirby your defense uh, led the SEC I think in total defense scoring defense rushing defense pass efficiency defense have you ever had a defense that you coordinated or Alabama or here that's that's done that grand slam and what would you say about this defense compared with the other ones that you've coached it's a hard comparison I mean I uh, first of all our defensive staff I give tremendous credit to the coaches on our staff I don't take credit for that myself just because i'm a defensive guy i think our coaching staff lanning schumann charlton and uh, trey scott have done a tremendous job our players have done a tremendous job of working hard buying in look we don't have we don't. We don't have natural star power on our, our defense. That a lot of the defenses I've been a part of that were successful had that. They had you know three or four first rounders. This group plays really hard and well together. They're well coached and they're fundamentally sound. Um, but this obviously will be the ultimate test. Um, you know, best offensive unit we've played all the way around. Really, not even close. How much do you plan on? picking or going through last year's Georgia LSU game with regards to this week, just given it happened a year ago and the teams are obviously so different? Uh, you always watch it. You you, you have it in your breakdowns. So you look at things, you look at matchups, you look at guys, you know, playing guys, uh, covering guys, because a lot of the guys are the same. And, you know, you look at those things, but uh, schematically they're, they're different. Um, they hurt us with some things last year. Some of the things they hurt us with last year, they still do. Some of them they don't. They're just a, uh, they're just a really different team from a. Offensive perspective, from a defensive perspective, uh, they're, they're not exactly the same team, um, but they're they're more similar. Kirby, uh, will you talk about uh, the challenge that your safeties will have with Joe Burrow, who last night you touched on his ability to run, but also his great ability to keep his eyes upfield? I mean, do those guys have the Ability to cheat a little, but they still can't uh, let the play behind them. It's got to be a challenging task f- with Burrow. Yeah, you, you can't cheat a little. I mean, there's no cheating with this guy. I mean, he's everything you want a quarterback to be, <laughs> athletic, keep his eyes downfield, poise in the pocket, movement in the pocket, athleticism to run, scramble, make all the throws. I mean, the guy stands in there and takes hits left and right, and he does it with confidence and poise. I mean, his wide-outs – I don't, I, don't, I don't ever see him drop a ball. I mean, there's just not. There's not drops. There's not. They get a lot of contested catches, so his accuracy is off the charts. The scheme he plays in is perfect for him. Um, he's got really good players around him. I mean, there's just a lot there, and uh, it's they do a really good job. I mean, it, it basically tests your metal in every phase. If you have one guy that's the weak link, they'll find it and they'll expose it, and they do a really good job of that. So the challenge is there. Our players are super excited for that opportunity, um, but, you know, they, they do a really good job. So what do you tell your, your safety in particular? Safety's got to do what the call says. I mean, it's not about the safeties. If, they, if they're in empty, the safeties got probably going to have to cover somebody. If they're not in empty, the safeties are going to have to be run fitters. They're going to have to be box players. They're going to have to do the things we've done. The, 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 the offense we're facing is not different than every offense we've, we've faced. It's just really good. So the, the safeties has got to do their job, and that's really what football is. They're going to get put in situations to cover one-on-one. They're going to get put in situations to tackle one-on-one. They've got to do their job and do it really well. Kirby kind of along the same lines for those safeties, it seems like Richard and Jr. are about the only guys that aren't rotating in and out, you know, throughout the game. What do they bring to this defense in terms of being that consistent presence that's on the field just about every play? Well, it's like a quarterback. I mean, the guy in the back behind everybody has to make decisions on what goes on in front of them, and you want the guys making the best decisions possible, and they get the most reps at that. And uh, we we play the best players here. We put the guys out there that give us the best chance to win, and uh, certainly think J.R. and Richard have earned uh, that right and uh, do a good job of putting us in the right defenses. Coach, you talked Saturday about how much you love James Cook with the – wide receiver issues you guys have can you move him around what skill set does he have that maybe we could see him in the slot or somewhere like that yeah he's, he's a talented football player that you're trying to find ways to uh, get him the ball he's elusive with the ball in his hands and uh, does a good job in his route running and he's a guy that that we've talked about all years i mean he's, he's a really good running back I and mean, you can't lose sight of the fact that he can line up back there and run the ball really well and uh, just finding ways to get him touches Hey, Coach. Is there um, an update on DeAndre Swift's injury um, going into next game? I think it's pretty important. Yeah, we're 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 hopeful that he's going to be able to play. Kirby, in the film you've seen on LSU, what have they done so much differently defensively to where they're really on a roll now compared to how things looked for them in September when they were giving up a lot of yards and points? It's not so much what they've done defensively different. They're, 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 they're playing better. They're playing better as a unit. Uh, they're rushing the passion. You know, they had a lot of sacks the other night, and they got some packages on third down where they've got linebackers uh, rushing who are really athletic. Um they're they're playing better, you know. I think they're, they're playing more with a purpose. And sometimes when you get called out, or maybe you're playing a better team, they played well in some some big games. Um, and, and you know, I I don't know where all the criticism comes about their defense. Obviously, probably from the Ole Miss situation, but that was completely unique. That I mean, was unique to Ole Miss. It was very different what they do with the quarterback they have. So um, that's not something that you just say, well, they struggle against this. That, that That's not what everybody does. That was very different style offense. Coach, in big games, uh, you haven't been shy about calling a fake punt or a fake field goal. <laughs> I know you'll tell me if the look's there, you do it, but you still have to make that final call. Where do you get the guts to call that? Where does that come from as a head coach? I think you just work on things. You're always looking for an advantage. I mean, no different than Jeff Collins and them last week with Georgia Tech. You're saying that if I get an opportunity to steal a possession because I think someone's unsound or not ready for something, then you try to give your kids a chance to win. I mean, you saw it last week in, in Auburn and Alabama. I mean, it was a, not a trick play. It was a, a maneuver to get an extra possession, and they gained an extra possession at the right time, and that's big. So I think any time you can find uh, some advantage, some ability to do that, it's, uh, it's important to do it. It's got to be calculated. you got to understand why you're doing it, and you're hopefully going to be successful at it. Otherwise, it doesn't look real good. With Cager out and Pickens out for the first half, do you have to add any or give any extra motivation to the rest of the receivers? And what's your biggest challenge to that group for this week? No, oh, it's very similar to uh, last week. I mean, as far as. Hey guys, you'll get an opportunity to play. Uh, step up and make plays. We had some guys do that, and then some guys catch balls that haven't caught balls in a long time or very little all year, and uh, they made some good plays. And you're going to get one-on-one opportunities when you play in our offense because of the run game. So you got to win your 50-50 opportunities. You got to take advantage of it, and uh, it'll be very similar to last week in regards to not who we're playing, but uh, the guys on the field. Based on what you've seen so far, what makes Clyde edwards Hilaire so difficult to play against? Baller. I mean, he is a football playing machine. When they cut out a running back and say this is going to be a running back, this guy is as explosive, quickness, short air quickness. He, he he makes the best football tacklers in our conference miss. So when you you got football players that are playing against him from. Auburn, Florida, Alabama, and he's making a miss, you get immediate respect with the toughness that he runs with. And uh, I mean, the, the, the kid has got, he's got an incredible drive and ability and willingness to, to break tackles and toughness that I just respect. He plays the game the way it should be played. And you know what? They play him an awful lot because he's really good. Coach, you mentioned multiple times throughout the season you like to get James Cook the ball more. What have been some reasons why he hasn't been utilized more? He has been utilized quite a bit when he's been healthy. He's been out there a good bit. Uh, some of them are what we call PROs, which I've talked about before. So they're, they're controlled by what the defense gives us, not by touches necessarily for him. In the last couple of weeks, we've given him uh, a few more carries. Um, it boils down to us really saying, all right, who are the best football players to give us the best opportunity to win? And he's at a position where it's more shared. To be a wide out and go out there and play wide out, that's not a natural position for him. So the things he's able to do, the things he's really strong at, are best around the backfield. We happen to have other strong guys in those areas. So we're trying to find ways to, uh, to get him the ball. Curry, what goes into using uh, Ben Cleveland, Solomon Kinley, uh, and Mays and Sawyer in terms of is it a rhythm thing? Is it a matchup thing in terms of the rotation there? No, it's a practice thing. It's uh, who practices the best, who gives his best chance to win, who's playing the best within the game, who's prepared, um, who's doing the best job of communication based on fronts, uh, and who's pass proing. So, like basically, whoever's playing better, we try to play. What have you seen from their defensive offensive line in terms of pass production and uh, run run What's blocking? What, what have you seen from LSU's offensive line? Uh, great experience. I mean, look across the board, they're, all five of them have played a ton of games. They communicate really well. They've got a great system to help those guys out, whether it's chipping and protection to protect them on one-on-ones. Uh, they've got a really good complementary run game. Uh, they do a tremendous job of making decisions at the line. Uh, they're in the right play very often because people can't play them in hard boxes because of their wideouts, so it allows them to be really, really successful at Check and run, check and pass off looks and making things look the same and being able to do different things off of them. And their offensive line is the key to that because they're the ones that protect the quarterback. Uh, Coach, Don, Don Blaylock, uh, he had not had too many plays, but you think of big plays that he's had this year. Have you seen him and Jake's kind of uh, comfort level grow with each other as the years has going on? uh yeah i think that that's been the case with each of the wideouts. i mean he's he's had so many different guys in the lineup that he's familiar with them he's comfortable with them i think he likes dom because dom is a guy that uh is constantly working he's where he's supposed to be he runs the right route he runs at the right depth um jake has a trust with all those guys but he and dom have grown for sure kirby you've often talked about the importance of recruiting uh running back depth in case DeAndre you know gets dinged up again or can't go out, how confident are you in the ability of Harry and in those other guys of doing all the things that DeAndre does very confident I mean Zamir's had uh, some good games and gotten to play more and more I mean we're trying to find ways to use him James the same way and Kenny <laughs> Got to go in the game and did some good things the other day. So uh, I feel very comfortable about the other guys. Obviously, Swift has a different skill set probably as a total package than all of them. And uh, we want him to be in there. But, you know, we've got some, some depth at that position that we can use, guys. Kirby, when you're up against such a challenge, talk about what the fan support means to the team. And do, you, do, do they all feed off of what they're seeing in opposing stadiums, the amount of Georgia fans that are showing up for every game? Yeah, I think it helps. I mean, our our guys love any environment. I mean, a lot of players will probably tell you they like a hostile environment more than they like a home environment because they like to go in and get in front of the other team's fans and play well and be motivated by that. I certainly like the fact that you can go on the road in in certain locales and and take over a stadium. It says a lot about your fan base and the passion they have for the game, but we know in the SEC that's tough because you're going to find very few places you can do that. Two more questions? Coach, after the game, uh, Brian Herring was, was talking about how he felt it was going to be his responsibility to maybe reach out to, to George a little bit to kind of talk about some of the things that were happening to him. Why is it important for, for guys like that to kind of handle whatever's going on with George right now? Well, it's, it's important to have a big brother. I mean, we all have mentors, and, and, and you grow It's a, a young player. I mean, young players across the country, you, you, you have to grow up. And uh, when you have an older player um, that's able to help you with that, I think it's always a benefit. And we're always trying to get our guys to help out the younger players